0: It is now time for another episode of that other Masonic podcast. Brother Jared Atkins and Brother Todd Whaley. Welcome back to another episode of that other Masonic Podcast. Brother Jared Atkins. I'm Brother Todd Whaley. Coming to you from Bethlehem Lodge 574 and Bird's Eye Andy. It's fall, y'all. Yeah, back again. Uh, marathon recording session today. Yeah, it's going to be a long one Six, today. seven potential episodes. It's going to be a long day. We're going to get our bellies full of content. Hopefully. To get us through the holiday season, which we'll probably have to get together one more time. At
1: least. But if we um, don't, we don't.
0: Something we're going to do this year Yet, which we did briefly at Founders Day, we sat down at Founders Day with both the other two sitting masters of the other two lodges here in Dubois County. And today, we 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 have brought one of those back who spoke briefly at Founders Day when he wasn't interrupted by Liam the entire time. <laughs> Love you, Liam. Uh, today we've got yeah, Brian Freeze <laughs> sitting with us. Uh, Brian, introduce yourself.
2: What up, Brian Freeze? Here, how are you guys doing?
0: So. Todd, what's up? What's one thing that we seem to do in some episodes, and, and I always tell everybody we're not crapping on the Shrine, but what's something we talk about a lot? Grotto, the Shrine.
1: Oh, yeah, and the Shrine. Yeah. So
0: we have a Mason here with us, but it's a, we have an interesting Mason. Oh yeah. This guy is passionate hmm. about the Shrine, but you know what he's more passionate about than the Shrine? Blue Lodge, Blue Lodge itself. So well, it's a good. very interesting dichotomy because there's a lot of Masons who are more passionate about <laughs> Shrine versus the Blue Lodge. Well, I think so, a shrine takes up more of the time because it really involved in it. So I think what we're going to do today is we're going to kick the tires on some Shrine talk after we kick the tires on some Blue Lodge talk, True. and uh, Brian, why don't you run through your Masonic titles right now? How many do you have? I got a few. Okay, let's hear them.
2: So let's see. I'm current sitting master of Line Lodge 743 in Jasper. I am lieutenant of Hottie color, color Guard. Uh, past treasurer of Dubois County Shrine Club uh, I'm a member of Dubois County Shrine Roadsters
1: The carts Yeah mm-hmm. A lot of fun on those Oh yeah, I've done them
0: I wouldn't fit in a cart
1: Yeah, you would be surprised
0: Correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong You are a Scottish Rite Mason too now, right? I
1: am, yes Oh, you're doing the Scottish right? All right. Him and Tyson together I mm-hmm. uh, got it about this time About a year ago A year ago, yeah Yeah, I, I was raised Don't you know of apples. I'm not active in it now, of course, but never was. honest with
0: you. So we spoke to you briefly at Founders Day, which is still probably my favorite episode we've done, yeah. besides the Ruffians episode, which is climbing the ranks. Which everybody probably,
1: we'll probably got our news card pulling that one. No,
0: we haven't yet.
1: Not yet. But we everybody,
0: everybody loves the Three Ruffians episode. Available now in the archives wherever you get your that other Masonic podcast episodes from. <laughs> That's uh, so fun. But we we briefly asked you this at Founders Day, and that was back. The week of Jan, uh, the month of January. So, go through this again for everybody. How and why did you get involved in Freemasonry, Brian?
2: So, I got into Freemasonry because one my when I was a kid, uh, I noticed that my my grandfather was kind of going off at places at nighttime. Didn't really quite know. right a little backstory. My grandparents pretty much raised me and my brother. Okay. And uh, I remember my my grandfather. He would, you know, Hey, I'll be back. I'm going. I'm going somewhere for a few hours. And, you know, he will come back later, and I'm like. What the hell? Where's he (laughs) go? So as I got older, you know, I started, you know, seeing things, you know, symbols and whatnot, and I was like, "So, Gramps, what's this?" And he was like, "This is Freemasonry, and this is (laughs) this is what I do." And and as he got older, he kind of he wasn't as active anymore. His health was going down, unfortunately. And roughly about a year or so after his passing, I had taking the leap and joining the lodge i wish i did when he was still around but um it was a leap i'm glad i took
0: well grandfathers is what brought me to you it's what brought me to both of you probably i mean uh it was a a year ago two years ago this past week Mm -hmm. i came back to a state of meeting for the first time in almost eight years and jackie ash who was one of my grandfather's best they were best friends when they were kids oh yeah uh Jackie was, you know, around, and he goes, well, "Why don't you come to Line Lodge for old time's sake?" He said, "We got a, <clears throat> we've got an Entered Apprentice degree going on that night." He goes, "Why don't you come check it out for old time's sake?" So I did that. That's where I met Brian Freeze, and of course, I had met you at our state meeting here. Mm-hmm. Well, and I then to breakfast uh,
1: too. Break and break yeah, I we'll met you first there.
0: <clears throat> and then, um, uh, Jackie goes, "Oh, there's a lot. There's a degree going on at uh, Dubois Boys 520. Two nights from now, so in the span of like two three weeks I'd seen like three degrees and been to a state of meeting. So and then Jackie goes, You know, we're not letting you leave again, but
1: that's why I met Brian. Kind of snowballs he good. Hey, come this green, come that, green. that he, you know, you're you're an officer, and you're deep into it, you can't get out.
0: He was outside smoking with uh Brian koozie yeah, koozie yeah. And uh I don't
1: know Brian. I don't think I know Brian.
0: He's a clown. Brian Freeze just looked at me and I'll never forget he just kinda of looked at me and smiled and goes, Hey, good looking that was the start of a friendship. Brian, yeah. Brian thinks works. I'm. Brian thinks I'm good looking. It was the bald head, the tattoos, and the earrings. Which at least,
1: at least somebody thinks you're good looking. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> we do. This show is based on looks, buddy. We'd be making money hand over fist.
2: Yeah, brotherly true. love. Hey,
0: this do. is a this is the fraternity about yeah. charity. Todd and I do not make any money at this. Don't let not us. Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. We're gonna start charging you guys for downloads. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so Brian. uh well, this is usually Todd's question. Yeah, what,
1: what kept you coming back to Freemason?
0: Because most people either join and leave not them. not most people, at least half the Masons that get raised, you never see them again. They get the title; that's good enough for them, and that's it.
2: Well, everyone's different from you know one person to the next. I took to the lessons that you learn coming up through your three degrees, and, and there's a lot of lessons to be learned. and I'm still learning lessons. The the whole philosophy behind Freemason for me is. The the building blocks of what it is is taking good men and making them better. Exactly, and that resonated me resonated with me from day one. Life is an ever-growing thing, right? Right. We're all trying to be better, trying to be better every single day. Freemasonry just takes it to another level, and that's the level I want to be at.
1: Hmm. You ain't looking at her. Yeah, Yeah. that works. (laughs) So,
0: so why the shrine? Let's let's talk about this because as I, as I have beaten this horse to death for a year now, right. so many people come up to me and go, "How do I become a Shriner?" Well, you got to become a mace first. No, I don't want to do. That I don't to want this. to do that. You tell me how to skip that so I can go drive the cars. Well, you you can't <laughs> skip that. You have to be a, no. That doesn't work that way. Well, okay, I'm not going to argue with you, but it does. Yeah, it does work. Okay. So so why the shrine for you of all the appendant bodies? What and don't get me wrong, like we've mentioned. The, the, the things the Shriners do, the hospitals and everything, oh, yeah. fantastic. I am so proud that they are one of us at heart. They are Mason. But it's just a lot of people like the Scottish Shrine. Why the Shrine? What got your attention there?
2: So I'm going to back up on a few things real quick about how okay. I got into Freemasonry again. And it has to do with the Shriners. So when I first moved back to Indiana, I was working with a gentleman and kind of find out he was a Shriner. And I thought that was the coolest thing because, you know, just from even being a kid, you see these guys, and oh, the yeah. guys driving these cool cars. You know, they're oh, going yeah. fast. And I've always <laughs> loved fast cars, right? Right. So when I found out he was a shrine, I was like, how do I do that? Like, that piqued my interest, like, right then and there. Oh, right. Yeah. He's like, well, you got to go through this. You know, you got to be in Lodge and, you know, you got to go through the three steps. I was like, okay, cool. And that's how I got into it. But when I got into it, I realized there was much more than just Shrine. And that's oh, yeah. why I've... Latched onto just Freemasonry so much as well, but with the Shrine, when I was in school, when I was in high school, I belonged to a organization called Young Life. It's it's a uh, religious group where you know they they mentor to high school and, and kids as right. well, and and that was something that really really spoke to me. My wife is was a um, caseworker for child uh, advocacy. I remember you talking
0: about that. So
2: we've all. Me and her we've always been called to helping people and helping kids. Right. Um, and when I learned exactly what the Shrine does, you know, helping kids, transporting them to and from the hospitals, oh, yeah. you know, no no charge to the family and to the children for the medical care and for the transportation to and from, that really spoke to me, and that is the mission of what Shriners do. Oh, yeah. And, and that is what, what called me to it.
0: Okay. So let me ask you about the shrine specifically here. Not not in southern Indiana. I I don't really want to talk about Hottie in Evansville just yet. I just want to talk about the shrine in Dubois County. How strong is the shrine in Dubois County right now?
2: We have several active members. Um, just like with anything, you know, any other fraternal body, we... All have our moments,
1: right? Um, a lot of members, but not a lot of that. The, well, there is.
0: There are some
2: very proud members, and I'm not trying to.
0: Koozie, you are the world's sexiest circus clown. I'm telling you right now, brother. You make sure he hears this, Koozie. You, oh, Koozie. You should have seen him yesterday at the website. I Friday, saw pictures uh, on no Facebook. <laughs> he said, "Real men wear makeup," and I thought about sending him a kissy face emoji.
2: I'm sure he would appreciate it. I bet he
0: would. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, the wrong one. <laughs> I need to switch that uh, around okay. Yeah, okay. The, the reason that is is when I did when I started Steel Toes and Scoreboards for the first year and a half, where pad C is was the laugh track and Pod B was the applause. Yeah. And then for whatever reason it changed. So most time people hear this, they're supposed to be hearing.
1: Okay. We'll get it worked out eventually. <laughs> Sometimes.
2: Anyways, we'll figure it out. So one like with any fraternal body, you're gonna have your proud members. They're always going to have something to say, and, and that's and there's nothing wrong with it. You got to have them because they're the, your guys that have been around for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. They kind of understand how things work. Absolutely, they're great to have. But with just like any other organization, it's hard to get newer guys in. We got to get new guys in, and that's
1: mm-hmm. and
2: to go back a little bit to your question from before. It's all one big picture because the shrine can't be without the lodge. Exactly. Right. right. So and and that has spoken with me too. We got to get guys into the lodge, get them to understand the fundamentals. And if they want to branch out, let them branch out.
1: Yeah, I know at Grand Lodge, like they're trying to stop people from joining independent bodies. We'll see. Right away. And they're, you only got to be in a year. You like, said well, they talked
0: about that this year.
1: They, they did, every, did. Yeah. Last year, year did, when,
0: yeah. Uh, last year, when I was up there as a as, uh, proxy in 2022, that was the yeah. big debate. And that that was a, a big hot button issue. I
1: mean, was, all all the independent buyers are suffering from membership more or less, but it, it's not so much. I don't think it's even so much the cost or time; it's just the time that you got to have. Yeah, it's it to the time anymore.
2: commitment. And I talk to a lot of younger guys. I, compared to a lot of guys, I'm one of the young bucks
1: well, that have yeah. come in.
2: Um, and and some of the younger guys that I've talked to trying to get in because I feel like they would be a great asset to what we do. You know, they they're they have young families. They they're working hard. The time commitments of what today requires is different than what it used to be. Well, you know, twenty-five, thirty, yeah. even fifty years ago. Um, th- you know, the the dichotomy of our world has changed, and just that—that's the problem that we have—is yeah. time commitments. Well, you got to think.
1: Thirty years ago, most most wives didn't work. Yeah, they were working forty-hour jobs a week next, right next to their husband. Like my wife does. My yeah. worked, worked worked over forty hours a week. Well, then. Okay, I, I get to go and have fun. She has to go and watch kids. And, and that's not always makes for a happy. Home. That's why
0: Jill needs to join the star. So she's got something to do. <laughs> yeah, Good
1: luck with that. But
0: <laughs> or if we get a grotto down here, she can get involved in oh, it. Mama great. misses the grotto, she don't she?
1: I'm just going to put a little
2: plug in. If you join the shrine, she can join Daughters of the Nile. Yeah, those are the Daughters of
0: the <laughs> Okay, hang on. What's my number one job on the show? To interrupt me. And I do it well. People Larry, love our dichotomy.
1: You are very well very Am
0: smart. I allowed to say the words pissed off? It's my it. show, it's yeah, our show. I we guess get to support so. yeah, you say that. Roger <laughs> Roger Van Gordon said the word bitch on the show and everybody loved it. But yeah. he used it in a good t- Okay. So I don't
1: want to piss off Grand Lodge. Because
0: I don't know a lot of Grand Lodges that support people doing Freemasonry podcasts in their state, but for whatever reason, almost everybody in Grand Lodge loves us and supports us, and we're thankful for that. We're very thankful. So I don't want to piss Grand Lodge off, but it, But, but I, I, I like the dichotomy, and I like hearing opinions, and I'm going to get one from a shrine guy himself. I want your honest opinion about this appendant bodies thing. Do you think it is right? To tell someone they have to wait a year to join an independent body, or do you think you should be able to? And I want and I want a full answer. I don't want a word word answer because I, I can see your gears turning.
1: Before he answers that, it's not Grand Lodge's idea. This was an outside amendment, right? From a member somewhere right. at large. But, I don't but know I, who, But the reason I'm Grand saying Lodge. that is like brought up, brought up Grand Lodge. I don't want
0: that. I don't want if, if people in Grand Lodge mm-hmm. have a particular opinion. I don't want to get on their bad side because they love us. They support us. But I yeah. want your full, because I know you're getting your gears are turning, so let's hear your opinion. Should you wait a year to join any appendant body, or should you be able to do whatever you want the day after your race?
2: I'll give you the short and the long. Well, Short is no. Full yeah, standard. They, they should not have to wait.
0: Okay. No.
2: Okay. The long answer, the reason why that is is because once you obtain your third degree and are a master mason, you're allowed to work and travel as such. So yeah. why are you going to limit them in that? Then they're no
0: longer than a master mason if you're limiting them in that way. They're back to almost being an apprentice.
1: Well, it's like also a guy who got he could join a different lodge like a moose lodge or Elks lodge. We can't stop from doing that. No, so we can't stop from joining a the body. He can't. He can join the country club unless they're the Knights to.
0: of Columbus boys. They always peek in over the We're KFC and, and line lodge are right there. I, I, well, anytime you're in line lodge, There's you hear in there. you hear you hear stuff outside the building. It's the KFC boys trying to peek in the window.
2: <laughs> well, let me just say this: I, wanna, I do want to give a shout <laughs> to the KFC and Jasper. So you live by the KFC. I do. I live, like, not even a half mile from that. So, damn, damn. Uh, at Line Lodge, we are hosting a golf scramble this year. And one of the very first sponsors that reached out to me. The Knights of Columbus. Was the Knights so, of Columbus there in Jasper. Can't Let's beat that.
1: I got the right button this time. About time. <laughs> yeah, and that whole thing, I, I think that's starting to go away as far as Catholics and Masons and everything. I think so. Because uh, it's. They're, they're, it's not so much the county more the damn. It's not the damn, but it's the Southern Baptists and some of those churches that are so much against Freemasonry. But we're not going to turn this into a. No, we were called, just
0: getting Brian's opinion on it. I mean, he's he's passionate about Blue Lodge. He's passionate right. about the Shrine. I now, just kind of what
1: have you heard of the Grotto? <laughs> no, here we go. The, so, the grotto nah, is
0: the evil step sis, or stepsister of the stepbrother.
1: I wouldn't even call it evil at all, but it's just it was just it's my joke. Here's what I think will happen with the, how the grotto came about the forgotten body. That's what I always call the it. The shrine used to be you had to belong to the sky shrine and be a York Nice Templar to be a Shriner. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, you had to be both of them. So, the guys who were in the shrine were very well off because it took a lot of money back in the day to belong to Blue Lodge. Scottish Rite and York Rite because back then everyone had the uniform I think 99% of the members had all the uniforms and everything well to be a Shriner you had enough money to be a Shriner where the the grotto has always been open to just master masons and good standing so I think that was the difference in that back in the day where it was called the poor man's shrine from the very beginning I Mm -hmm. believe so.
0: The Grotto was the poor man's shrine. Well that's what I ca- I called it that in our episode all the way back in December.
1: Doesn't mean I gotta like it. <laughs> I said you're just
0: a poor man's version of the shrine. Yes, yeah,
1: so it's being called that.
0: And I mean it with all the respect in the world. Oh yeah. Fez. As I spent you should have seen I, I yeah, quickly spun around and pointed my finger at
1: Brian. You think that fez costs a lot.
0: The price <laughs> Of these fezes, whether it's Grotto or Shrine, when Todd's like, well, some of these can cost over $100 a Fez. I'm like, no, they don't. He goes, oh, yeah, they do. I'm I like, passed. I'm not spending $100 on a silly hat that I'm not going to wear that often. Like I said
1: before, I passed Monarch Fez. Oh, Scottish Shrine, you got to wear a hat,
0: and that's not cheap either.
1: Mine was free. <laughs> oh, well. I got to give it to my past member. <laughs> but, uh, no, my Fez was over $800 for my past Monarch Fez.
0: I am on but my it's way. It's the
1: last Fez I ever got by, too.
0: I'm on my way <laughs> coming up <laughs> uh, in two weeks to my third York Wright degree. Most an excellent master. Yeah, because I they were supposed to do it a couple weeks ago at Vincennes, but I had school board stuff I had mm-hmm. to take care of, so I didn't get to make it. So, And then my uh, the fourth one, the big one, that, that's coming up that in Royal November Arts. 8th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you you were like why don't you join the shrine when i was talking about you know i'm going to join the pennant body and i'll be honest and i've put this out here on episodes and this is a healthy discussion and uh the prices i saw for the shrines is what scared me great organization have nothing bad i've never said anything bad about the shrine ever i never will it's just when i saw the prices of like yearly dues and initiation fees and cost of fezes i'm like homeboy this is a rich country club membership right here and (laughs)
1: Well, most times, the, most I, li- of the I live will in have the fezes. poorest,
0: most redneck part of Dubois County. We ain't got any money up here, son. So
1: <laughs> most of the clubs will have like the ground, you You got nowhere to look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of the, but I'm sure their club probably has extra fezes they'll give you because I know uh, the Tipton County Shrine Club said, "Yeah, you join, we'll give you a fez." One that a member passed away and handed down, or something like that.
0: Brian, how so many you get around it? How many? I don't even know what you call them because I'm not a Shriner. I'm. I'm I'm a I'm a York Rite in training guy, and I'm a 15 year master mason. But what do you call the jurisdictions in the Shrine, and how many how many Shrine do we have? I know we've got Hottie in Evansville, and that's the only one I know.
2: Yeah, I mean they, they are jurisdictions, and it varies. yeah they're called Oasis, aren't they? Beats
0: how many me. how many we'll just call them how many jurisdictions of Shrine is there in the state of Indiana? I know of three. There's three. As there's, far as I, I know, four. Uh, well, isn't anymore. there the isn't the one called Marat no, by Hodge, Hodge is, Hodge is
1: Indy. Marat to Indy? You have North oh, Fort Wayne. Uh there's one in Terre Haute. And I want to say there's one up by Chicago, but I'm not sure.
0: Fort Wayne's over here on one side and South Bend's over here on the other, right? Well, South both, Bend's county right in the middle. So I wonder if the South Bend area's got one. Some, somebody somebody at me about this. Yeah. So. I, it,
2: I really don't know I just know more of Marat and Hottie um, And then down into Kentucky It's Rizpud that's more of Madisonville area They're you the guys that I see a lot of when we Co-Sares, do down Louisville. Yeah that too
0: Oh yeah I guess it would be Co-Sares, Chil- Yeah I mean Well you know we'll circle back to the Shrine I want to ask you this I tend to try to ask everybody at different points of the show Whenever it pops in my mind But uh, How many years have you been a Master Mason now? Well, let me break it down. So I I took my
2: EA November of 2018. And I took my Master Mason April 1st of 2019.
0: That's that's a quick move through. That's good. So <clears throat> favorite parts of ritual. Every Master Mason, whether they participate in the degree work or not, or they just come and sit at the degrees, everybody's got a favorite piece of ritual. Yes, we know everybody always says the second half of the master. Okay, that's not really part of the ritual. I guess it is, but like, aside from that, what are some of the favorite pieces of ritual you've learned? I know you're pretty good at giving the charge. I'm going to give a shout-out to Mr. Freeze here. Brian's damn good at giving charges, so whatever. I've watched you give a few of them, and you've uh, – you, she's shaking his head no. you. I thought you did good. But anyways, what's some of your favorite parts of ritual?
2: So I'm going to go off the beaten path here.
0: Here comes the stare lecture. You watch this.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not Phil Atkins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he loves that. He listens to every episode. He'll get. It. He'll, he's laughing right now.
2: It's going to be the obligation,
1: mm-hmm.
2: especially on the uh, Master Mason Gary. That's my favorite part, and the reason is is because that ties you to the brotherhood. yeah, oh, yeah. more so than the other two.
0: Okay. I like that. What are, what are you Googling over there?
1: All the shrine temples around Indiana.
0: Okay, what did you come up with?
1: Well, hold on a second. A fat you got Rizba in Massville, Kentucky. Hottie Evansville, Cosarith in Louisville. Uh, Murat Zora in Terre Haute.
0: So Terre Haute's got one too? Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Got
0: there's got to be on. one in Fort Wayne then, right?
1: Yeah, there is one. Let me get some map here. I think you showing one in Fort Wayne.
0: It's not important. I was just curious.
1: 'Cause it seems uh, like Mizvah and let's see what's
0: on that. It seems like numbers in general, from what Little I've Rock. seen, is that the shrine as a whole seems to be like they're doing all right. Like membership it's for and I'm not a shrine member, Brian, so I can't tell you. I know you can, but it looks like from what I've seen across the state, it's not doing bad. Membership's there.
1: It's not what it used to be though. Yeah, so <laughs> I I talked
2: to a couple of the past potentates of Hottie Shrine and um, if you look back 15, 20 years ago, there was pretty darn close to 2,000 members in southern Indiana that just belonged to Hottie Shrine.
0: Right. That's awesome.
2: As of right now, there's about 1,200.
1: Yeah, it's went down quite a bit. I Maybe don't. Want, less. They said like one of the classes at Indianapolis Marat took over uh, 1,500 guys in one day at the shrine in hold, hold up, what? 1,500 in one day. Wow. Maybe it was 500. I don't remember. But I know it was like, they took up with the entire Scottish rite class back in the 60s and those were three, 400 people at a time. I and don't... And there other guys waiting to join for a ceremonial.
0: I don't know what to say to that.
1: You know, back in the day, if you ever, you ever go through the archives of Scottish rite in Indianapolis, that little picture room and everything down there towards the... Where, we, where you walk in there's yeah. like a little room there's a picture of every guy. well dragon. yeah yeah
0: we, we talked we, we looked at it at Founders yeah, Day. you
1: go to some of those classes and there are you know, a thousand people in a class back in the 40s and 50s well you gotta think how many of those guys are doing the shrine
2: well I, like, like I <laughs> mentioned earlier we're also in different times in the world then Oh yeah, and, and back then you're looking at the 40s and 50s and you gotta look at what the world was like then you know exactly. these guys are coming out of they're out getting out of the the World War II and you know they're, they're wanted, looking for a brotherhood, brotherhood to be around their friends and buddies and you know, yeah, that, exactly. That's where you find a lot of these um, lodges and, and organizations really starting to form around that time.
1: Well, I mean, look at what uh, I feel like I said our last day of meeting. There, there's what we on 765 for lodge numbers in Indiana. There's like 400 lodges left in the state. 400, give or take uh, a couple here and there. But so we're, we had over 300 something lodges either merge or go defunct or suspend operations or whatever. So you gotta think about it. Illinois has got you're in the thousands. And they only have like like four or five hundred lives left in the state. So you also gotta think of travel time. Back then guys didn't did travel like we do now. Yeah. Like guys wouldn't travel more than ten miles, to go well, to the Well
0: you know, when we did our when we did our marathon Vincent's Chronicles session at the end of August, you know, uh-huh. uh two of the two of the greatest masons we've ever met in our life bill shobe and jim sharp they mm-hmm. even said that they said back in the 50s 60s and hell even into parts of the 70s you didn't really go to any lodges besides your own if you did if you did go to a lodge yeah. besides your own it was just like the next town over there right. was no traveling an hour or two to go see degrees like we all do now. No. He and, said that wasn't a
1: thing. And if then, if you showed up then you were a past master, you got to sit. You sit in the east next to the master for. A oh time. yeah,
0: absolutely. You didn't
1: sit on the sidelines during. You can't. You got a seat of honor, in there. No, now it's not that way anymore. Which it should be. You know, being a past master myself.
0: So, <laughs> talk to us about your time in the east so far this year. I, I know when you and I were talking yeah. last year, you were super excited. You know, you were going to the East, and you had all these ideas and these great changes. And I want to give you a chance to talk about some of that, because well, I know you talked briefly about it at Founders Day. So let's hear about how, so how you're...
1: How, how you, what do you have planned at the beginning of the year, and how it gone so far?
0: So a few
2: things that I had planned up was... We we do a lot of things within just our lodge with our membership, but mm-hmm. we don't. And I think I may have said this at Founder's Day, but we don't include our wives and families right. enough yes. into into our lodge life. Um, one of the things that I was planning out was uh, doing a family picnic mm-hmm. where we can invite um, everyone of every degree of our lodge honorary members bring their wives, kids, you know, their families out. Um, we actually got to do that. In, I want to say that was in May, so yeah, just a few right. months. Yeah, just a few months after that, and. We had probably about 30, 40 people come. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few guys come from other lodges as well. Uh, I kind of extended out that invitation. Um, and we had one fantastic time. It, it turned out better than I thought it would have.
1: It was a J.C. Park, wasn't it? it
2: was at J.C. Park, yeah. right there by the uh, uh, the National Guard Armory there in mm-hmm. Jasper. So uh, that was a really good time.
0: There yeah. won't be a pool there for a while. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> turn that place up. But. Yep. <laughs>
0: Anyways. And then...
2: Um, the the other thing I've been big on is, uh, the theme, if you will, of if you want to make it a theme is the tenets of masonry. Brotherly love, relief, and truth. Right. Right. I wanted I wanted that to be the theme for this year because we need to reach out to one another. We need to be more involved, a- and that's how you're going to build your membership too. If you can, if you got guys out in the community that you're talking to, and they don't know what Freemasonry is just show them brotherly love, I, and yeah. you know, and they can see that. And, like, that that might entice them to be like, what 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 is this all about? Yeah. Right? So. I
1: mean, we talked about Lodge there. Now, you, you guys you get the letter from the Grand Master about membership and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I talked about it. Like, you know, some of our older guys say, well, it's our character that brings in the membership. Like, people aren't that observant anymore. They're just yeah. really not. They, they see him. Oh, he has good character. They don't think he's a Mason. Yeah. You know, they, they don't see that anymore because they, they went through a whole generation of not having, you know, fathers and grandfathers not tell them about it. So, how are they supposed to know if that guy's a good Mason or not when there's a secret, you know? Yeah. So,
0: talk to me about practice nights. I know that's not a foreign concept, but to some, some we have, you yeah. know, we have listeners now all across the oh, globe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially we get a lot of love out on the West Coast, all throughout the state of California and East, all up down East the East Coast. Coast,
1: Coast. Chicago's a great. But problem. I
0: know some of these lodges don't have regular practice sessions. You guys are practicing sometimes almost with no upcoming degree work. Mm-hmm. I've seen nights where you guys just go, we're just going to practice just to stay fresh. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that because I think that's a fascinating concept because that's going to keep guys fresh where you guys always put on great degree work, and I think a lot of that attributes to – Not only good rich lists, but you guys practice even when you don't have degrees on the radar.
2: Yeah. So, and that's something that we've been doing for for a handful of years now, even before I even sat in the East. It really helps when you had a member of Grand Lodge uh, as a member member of of your Lodge. Lodge. Yes. So, you know, we love you, Jackie.
1: You had the grand lecture. That's right. That's what I was going to say.
2: You know, it's real easy to practice and practice well when you have a guy that. Is the grand lecture of the state of Indiana that yeah. that knows the the lectures and the words as well as he does the floor so.
1: work and everything how mm-hmm. it
2: should be done yeah and it to me that's that's one of the best things about what we do as you know as a lodge is we can take pride in what we do and how we do it one hundred percent and as a I still call myself the new guy yes I'm in the east but I'm still <laughs> that new guy right I,
1: I know how you feel mm-hmm.
2: and. When you can finally learn a section of a degree or be able to give that degree yourself, that it, it makes you
0: feel good on the inside. Yeah. Yesterday morning, you guys just had an apprentice mm-hmm. degree. Did you set in the east for that? I did not. You so
2: did not? earlier this year, I was practicing and practicing and practicing for the EA degree. I got tied up with some family things going right. you know, with my foster son with his medical issues, right. and, um, and he got but, off of it. And-, and then work was you know work was getting busy and. Oh. I, I wasn't able to put my focus into that again, and um, we had an EA degree come up, and I sat down with Jackie and a couple of other guys, and we were at lodge practicing. We were practicing a couple of weeks out before EA degree. I was like, man, earlier this year, I I had this. So I was like, I'm going to come in there. I'm going to knock that out of the park. No, nope, I stumbled almost over everything, and I was so embarrassed. Yeah. But, you know, that that's okay. And uh, another another brother filled in. And Who did Set in the East? Dave Allen. I'm gonna Dave, shout, Dave? Yeah, Allen I'm going to give him a shout-out. Out. He did a really good job yesterday.
0: Another supporter of the show. Oh, yes. A huge oh, yes. supporter of me and my journey into the York Rite. Mm-hmm. There's about five different people that have been just all over me and all over my side and had my back throughout this York Rite journey. Mm-hmm. Dave's one. We love right. you, Dave. Um,
1: yeah, I did the uh, first time I did a EA degree, the only thing I didn't do was when you asked it, Asked the candidate if he wants to go forward that whole spiel, mm-hmm. and I had my basically I guess my mentor guy, his master, when I, was, when I went in, I said, "Hey, you say this part, I can do everything else. This part just I can't get." He screwed it up worse than I, could, yeah, I did. <laughs> I looked at him, see, being serious, man, those But you know the the
2: most important thing is when when it comes to the to the floor work and uh, the memory lectures and and the degree work, it doesn't matter how bad or well you do. I, we need it. someone to do it. And the thing is, the only way you can mess it up is by doing it. The only way you will never mess it up is by sitting there on the sidelines. We We
0: all know what I do, what my shtick is, the thing I do. Crossfire. I do crossfire (laughs) on the first two degrees. I don't on the master. I don't like – Todd gets on me about this. I don't really work during the master-mason degree because every time I see it – You see something different? every time i see it i see something different and i'm still amazed whether it's the first half or the second half so if i can avoid it and todd doesn't make me get up there i don't do a single thing for the master masonry because i just love watching it the other two don't matter i've uh, i've been working you know i had the ea charge and then i kind of lost it i need to get back on it i never did try the Fellowcraft charge that's
1: tough
0: uh I would like to learn the letter G. Letter G in charge, are uh, the letter G is letter just a, a, a beautiful thing. Uh, we, uh, you know,
1: of course, Ron you know, does a great job
0: that. breaking breaking the fourth wall here. Um, you know, we've we've got a guy coming on later on today who uh, him and his son both do a great letter G. Oh,
1: Stroud, Stroud. Philip
0: Stroud will be a guest later today for this marathon session, and mm-hmm. uh, his son Ryan Stroud, who will be the next episode coming out. Yep. Uh, he does it pretty good too, but like. Crossfire is my thing, and the charges, stair lecture, I can never get past the first page and a half. I just – and and, and and I'm guilty of this, and and I want your feedback. We kind of try to ask people this every once in a while if we can think of it. I know people like the shorthand stuff, and that's fine. I've seen – if you do the shorthand stair lecture, that's fine if they still get it. But me, maybe because I was raised that old school way, you know – If I want the stair lecture If I want to see it I want to see the stair lecture Yeah, And that is I don't care what anybody says That is the hardest job Working a degree In the fraternity Is that stair lecture And there's few guys that can do it And those guys need to be appreciated Again, Phil's over here just If he was here right now He'd he'd have to turn sideways Walk through the door
1: (laughs) No I always liked this I like sitting in the Eastern King Solomon. That's one of my favorite parts right there. Do I mean my very favorite thing to do is apron lecture because so I think that's whenever you actually become a mason. I think it's not the mm-hmm. obligation. It's not when you get that apron, the badge of office, that badge being a mason. That's when you become a mason. I've been lucky enough to do it a lot, and I got to do it in Illinois one time, which is really neat.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah,
1: but that I like. I like doing King Solomon. I like doing. I like doing EA the whole E yeah, all the way through if I can.
0: So, Brian, who, who's been some of your mentors over the years? I I mean, we, you've met a lot of great brothers. And uh, I always feel bad when we ask this question because uh, we got feedback once that was kind of interpreted by, you know, well, you're, you're asking a guy to shine a light on one guy, but then he don't shine it. This is never meant to cast anybody out. It's just merely allowed to – to shine light on some guys who don't normally like to be in the spotlight. Masons generally don't like being in the spotlight. But, uh, some who do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who's some of the guys that you've really learned from, some of the guys you've sat in lodge with, you've worked with? You've, I know you've got a hand, and I know Jackie's one of them. Everybody oh, loves Jackie. Me. So
2: but. I'm just going to say this. So you two know that I'm a huge NASCAR fan, right? Right. So – for just a moment, I may sound like a driver that just won a race, so I'll bear with no. I'm this is the Peyton Manning answer. I've
1: very you're Sam Tave Jr. or something like that. I don't
2: know. So no, um one of the guys that that I really that really, really helped me out when I first got in, his name was Ryan Sheeter. Hmm. And
0: another listener of the show, we love you, Sheeter.
2: And he when I took my EA degree, he was my senior deacon all the way through.
0: Really Ryan's agree. a fantastic brother, by the way. Fantastic guy. Wonderful he guy. He's that short no offense, Ryan. Ryan's a little <laughs> bit shorter in stature. Uh, dark black hair. Doesn't he work at uh Kimball? He does. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh Kimball Electronics to be exact. Kimball Electronics.
1: I cannot play. I'll show face. you
0: a picture of him later. You'll you'll recognize sure you'll remember do, it when you see just, it.
1: Just, Super great guy. Cannot, yeah. I cannot He's, look he, and see his face.
2: Two time pass master at Land Lodge.
0: Um, Currently training to take over a secretary, or already secretary, isn't he?
2: No, not yet. Uh, Brother Eugene is still still secretary. He's <laughs> more of really? secretary emeritus. Lo- I love Eugene, <laughs> but uh,
1: secretary job is never done.
2: So, so, so to go on, uh, you got Ryan Shooter. He, you know, he helped me out with everything, with all my memory work, and helped me get through each and every step. Um, even when 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 he was master. He was like hey your first chair i'd like you to be senior deacon i was like oh lord <laughs> like he's like hey, enough,
1: right? you got
2: it you got it and <laughs> by god i did thank you ryan
1: well i always a senior deacon if you do a crossfire do you see your deacon in your chair? yeah just about here, I mean,
0: that's a position you grow up in quick oh yeah my and, first year, my be. first
2: my first year senior deacon holy cow
1: it shouldn't be more you should be ready for it but a lot of times you are not i mean but
2: you know be. But uh, uh, to go on, you have Jackie Ash, Bernie Schaefer. Um, Bernie's a good guy. Bernie, yeah. Mike Cravener, uh, Phil Wiseman, um, Eugene Kiefner, Dave Allen, um,
0: Charlie. I love Charlie. By the way, Charlie. <laughs> there, <laughs> I have never in the in the fifteen years, I guess technically sixteen, if you count back in the end of two thousand seven when I took my EA. In 16 years, I guess I should say, I have never seen Charlie Wiseman without a smile on his face. Oh, yeah. Just the most happy, jovial guy. And if you've got a question about anything in that book, he'll answer. And he, well, I'm not rightly sure, but I'll find somebody. If he can't, he'll be like, well, I'll find somebody. He just not or, to not to cut he you off.
1: Know about Ireland and in, India, in, in, yeah, he talked. He in. told
0: talk to us about. The Lodges and all the other things And Odd Fellows And Charlie's a very wise Oh Oh, yeah yeah. Very wise
2: man
0: Oh (laughs) yeah I feel stupid I said Charlie's a very wise man What is Charlie's last name? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead And turn this mic off The rest of the day See? That worked (laughs) Go ahead Brian I'm going to shut up now That was
1: like the worst joke I didn't even make
0: a joke I thought
1: you were being clever I was That was pretty good (laughs) Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> I also thought you were being clever. like, hey, you funny. Wait a
2: minute. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, it's been every guy that I've met. Because, you know, every guy you meet in the fraternity, I mean, we're all great guys. I mean, we're all here to help one another.
0: Oh, yeah. There has been a unique bond and friendship formed between me, you, and Tyson Cravener. Oh, yeah. We have our own group chat, which, by the way, we ain't been posting it in a while, but... We get busy, but there, there's there been a unique bond to where at, at points in time you could have called us triplets because we were always together thinking the same thing. You, you know
2: what's funny that you that you mentioned Tyson? You know, we were just talking about him and I were talking to uh, – it was just yesterday, actually, talking to our newest EA and about how the bond of, of our brotherhood. He is from a completely different type of walk, walk of life than what I am. His ideals and – Oh, Tyson is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, his ideals, political views – are so vastly different than my. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah,
0: they're they're which we don't do a lot of politics on here, but one's really left, one's really right. But they they them two together when they're together, they just gel. We we have no problem. But
2: but
1: we have the no only problem. thing
0: wrong with Tyson is he's a Steelers fan and Brian, which I mean Brian can't talk. He's a 49ers fan. But
1: yeah, some people just shout out Ray Tyson, Tyson who
0: won week too. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Go on, some, I people, gotta, some people can't get out of the 80s and whenever they're good, but yeah. Whenever. I mean,
2: I can't get out of the 90s because that's the last time the 90s were good, but I digress, <laughs> we're, we're, we're undefeated right but now, so go on. I gotta step in, all right, go on. Anyways, that. so you know, our, our relationship is where I mean, we're best friends, but we would have never become best friends without the Lodge. A, 100%. And, and like I said, his ideals and my ideals are, are on two vastly different sides of the aisle, and there's nothing wrong with that, no, no, and. Me and him can, can, can crack up, you know, uh, give each other a hard time and, and, and talk about these different ideals, if you will, and we don't get offended by it. And that's honestly the way it should be. And, and that's yeah. one of the coolest things that I've gotten to experience of being a part of this brotherhood. Mm-hmm.
0: Tyson has yet to be on this show. He's been on Steel Toes and Scoreboards. We did two, three different hour uh, hockey talks, puck talks, the state of the puck, because mm. me and Tyson are both big hockey guys. But uh, Tyson will be on the show eventually. someday. someday. someday.
1: <laughs> well, are you? Uh, you plan on doing two years in the East or yeah. just one? Doing two of
2: them? Yep. If the Lodge will have me be for next year, but I'm pretty sure they will. No. I
0: don't see any reason why they why they won't. Now,
1: if you want to beat my record eighty four, no, thank you. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, you got it set up there. <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to get treasure, treasurer, get, get secretaries. Yeah. Well, bring when you hands got off. when you <laughs> got
2: guys like Jackie your treasurer, and Eugene Kiefner as your secretary, yeah. I mean that's that's a pretty tough yeah, tough crowd, right there. You got, right got worry about
1: a whole lot of those two. In charge.
2: And uh, yeah, they're they're going to make sure things are done and done right.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the important thing. Yeah, I was very fortunate. So when I went through four years. I didn't. All I had to side paper to tell them what to do. Oh yeah, your set degree work fine. <laughs> I want to.
0: I want to talk a minute. About community involvement as far as Freemasonry goes in Du Bois County. As as we've mentioned for all of our listeners who are not local, uh here at small town, southern Indiana, Du Bois County, there's three Masonic Lodges. The biggest lodge of the three is Line Lodge seven forty three in Jasper. In,
2: the biggest in, in, in in what fashion do you mean? Are you talking about lodge size? I would talk membership. membership.
0: I would talk membership. As far as I'd size like, of the lodge, I think we have right, you be
2: members Line Lodge have? I want to say we have about 70 members. That's about what we have. Yeah. I think Dubois 520, to be honestly, might be a I tad they, bit bigger.
1: They have 100-something. Well, regardless. regardless sorry, still, sorry to rain on your prison No, regardless. But it was 50,000 like, 50, Okay, I New take that community. back.
0: What do I say? What lodge gets the most petitions? I've always talked about that. Probably Jasper. Jasper gets more petitions than it. And that's nothing wrong with that. You guys, your community involvement. I want to talk a little bit about Jasper's annual. You know, every town in America has their own has their own festival. Jasper has the Jasper Strasen Fest. Oh, I went, yeah. I went to it one time ten years ago, and I said, "This ain't for me." There's either. that's too many people.
1: Yeah, oh, this is a beer garden. But, but no, it's not. <laughs> that's the right thing it is. But you guys,
0: <laughs> you guys get out there and do great community involvement. You have a food booth set up, good food, and I'm a I'm a foodie. I'm fat. I love to eat. Uh, you guys always do do great things about that and uh how did it has it went the last couple of years i know with covid and then the when the square was it. closed last yeah. year and this year did you guys do a, did you guys do anything yes yeah, so it it's been a it's been a challenging before time before covid and before the closure of the square for the revitalization project which he was, was really is a busy. you guys were always like mm-hmm. hammer down but
2: yeah, so right up until COVID happened, we were we were doing pretty well with the with the Strassenfest and 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 all of that. That that's been the lifeline of our lodge. Um, that's where our biggest fundraising comes in.
0: The uh, the reason I brought that up is because if you want to talk about it, I'm going to give you the chance because what you guys do with the the funds you make from Strassenfest is what. Is one of the premier definitions of what masonry is, and if you want to talk about that, oh, I yeah. want to give you a chance because oh, yeah. I think that's awesome.
2: Oh yeah, I was I was okay. getting there. I was right. getting there. I'm just making sure. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and like I was saying, the, the Straw is our uh, one year you know Big type thing. fundraiser. That, that's our biggest thing, right? Um, that it runs from the Thursday to Sunday, Sunday morning or Sunday early uh, afternoon, right? Um, and and like I said, that's our lifeline. And the funds that we get from that not only help with uh, a little bit of our lodge stuff that we have to deal with um, as far as building maintenance and stuff like that, which, which, is, which is so little to, to what, what it is, but.
0: Minus hiring in Godzilla to take out that hornet's nest last year. I've never in my life. Do you know yeah. who took care of that? Who did? Phil Wiseman. Did he? Yes. Okay, yeah, I opened I'm, their – okay. Sidebar here. Sidebar, so sidebar. Yeah. My show, your show, this our show. This thing was massive. Um, yeah. I've never seen a hornet's nest that big in my life. So I went outside to, to vape, and I, was, I heard zzz and I looked, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's the death machine. I ran back in. I was scared.
1: That's when you take a picture of it on Facebook? And that
0: is what I took a picture of up against their glass. They had built it. You, you pull the curtains back. On the window that remember they got the high window up there, yeah, the, the real high window?
1: In the well, on
0: the, the back door. side, yeah. Well I guess yeah. The right, front the front. yeah.
1: right, okay, yeah. This I've thing was this
0: big up against the window. And uh I was like, uh, Brian, Tyson, come here and Tyson's like, mm mm, homie ain't messing with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See you took a picture of that and up against I made the a, window. I made a comment on uh, Facebook said uh Go poke it with a stick. No, I said like burn it and uh burned a wasp or something like that. Well they thought i burned the the WAPS basically. WASP we, we whatever yeah. racial slur you want to think it was. It wasn't meant for that. But Facebook actually muted my Facebook account because really? of that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was, I was down for like three days because I made a comment about wasp <laughs> yeah. about burn is easier to deal with. I will for like, <laughs>
0: I will dig that picture up and post it on social media when this episode comes out so everybody can see what I'm talking about. I have never seen one. And I was just like, Tyson was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Tyson's
1: that like, homie, ain't messing with this. That was a big one, too.
2: Yeah, it was massive. Um, and- and you can see it like so. It was they built it up against the glass, like like Jared was saying. So you, you can literally side. see the layers. Oh yeah. And, and the, the the it was cool
0: to see one from the other oh, side yeah. and not die. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you know a big massive wasp nest, and it would look like it's just cut in half the way it was built. Oh yeah.
1: That's always neat to see stuff like that. It's
0: so, scary, not, but it's neat. not not to interrupt you. I'm glad you came out. Fist bump yeah, me. I'm glad you came out. Okay, yeah. go on All because because right, so. I really want people that's not local masons to hear what you guys do with the Strassenfest fest money it's, it's a fantastic thing
2: so yeah so like i said it goes to a, a small portion of it goes to our building fund and, and whatnot right. but throughout the year we we donate to local charities and different organizations uh some of the things that we do is for the high school uh we give out uh, scholarships um, for for the graduating seniors Please don't ask me how much exactly no, it is. No, no, we per, wouldn't do that. I, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Get no, the, we wouldn't do that uh, anyway. But it, it, it's a good chunk of change. And so the, the interesting
1: thing get,
0: about that is their family do not does not have to be correct a Mason. Correct. Right. right.
2: That's different than the Grand Lodge scholarship. Right. Um, and then we we will you know help out a distressed poor worthy brother and wife widow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during about this time of the year, it's just something we typically do. We have. Um, our, our chili cook-off where we will make about 50-55 gallons of chili and sell it off and we donate that and then some extra funds which came from Strassenfest to um, donate to a worthy family that, that may be in need or to a worthy organization in the area
0: Now tell me that's not the coolest You know what, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't care My show. Tell me that's not the coolest shit ever. It is.
1: It's awesome That's what we're supposed to be doing too at the same time I mean, think about, think about the reason why guys joined Lodge in the past. Mm-hmm. One it was through a fellowship, but two is to make sure their family was taken care of after something ever happened to them. And, you know, guys doing a lot of fraternal organizations like that in the past. Right. Like you ordered a Red Man, the Orange Man, I mean, all these different <laughs> organizations. They're now insurance companies. People have joined them just so their families be taken care of.
0: You can't say Red Man now. Was Washington awesome. had to change their football team because of that. They're yeah. getting sued to change it back. I know. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I don't. I didn't want to. I don't want to get political, but it, for whatever it is. Yeah. But anyways, just stating the fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like like the Oddfellows. They were called odd Fellows because they would take care of the basically the family and the, and the graves of their brothers, mm-hmm. and people thought that was odd.
0: And Todd are, Todd's argued with me on this before in the past. The Oddfellows are not the brothers; they are the cousins of the Masons.
1: Yeah, so they are like, cousins.
0: Really? I've, I well, link them as cousins.
1: You, you can look at them. Basically, at one point, Oddfellows were bigger than Masons. Hmm. We were supposed to
0: have an Oddfellow episode scheduled this year, and it kind of fell through the cracks. Yeah. We were going to have a, a guest with. A, you know, there's only three Oddfellow podcasts in the world?
1: Hmm. As far as I know. Yeah. Or at
0: least, in, at least in the United States, there is. Yeah. So we were supposed to have a little. Congr- collaboration with one of them that fell through the cracks i need to get that back going by yeah, the way but be awesome they're cousins of the masons yeah, but
1: basically they have the same set as we do their rituals somewhat the same but they only got one degree now we to have three these were aprons now they wear collars you want a funny like
0: story that. the 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 podcast and i don't remember which odd fellows podcast it was the one we were supposed to do a collaboration with the yeah. guy that runs that podcast he bought a building in illinois he lives in it was an old odd fellows lodge he converted into his home that was cool enough september of last year when kurt and i went up to richmond indiana to record with the after two beers podcast for steel toes and scoreboards the guy that owned the production company that was recording them, he bought an old building on main street in richmond it was an old odd fellows lodge he goes hey i heard you're a mason And he goes you want to check out some of this stuff there was odd fellows memorabilia I'll be cool galore in this yeah. building. And if I would have had the wits about me a year ago, I would have took pictures. It wow. was fantastic. Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah, but the old uh it's you listen know, to some of the podcasts, they talk about how it is now where they have what they call table degrees. Okay. Where you walk in, there's three guys sitting right at the table eating dinner, and they give you your obligation at that dinner table, and that's all you get.
0: I wish I could bring food into the lodge and I eat mean, during degrees. No, no
1: that, this was guys in the dining hall. They had enough guys to even put on a degree. Oh. These are three guys who were the principal officers, I guess you call it, quote, unquote. And they, the gavel is a ladle. I mean, the guy's talking, that's how he joined the oddfellas. Mm, that's
0: office. my kind of gavel right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's kind of sad, too. Where <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What was the gavel?
0: A ladle. A ladle. ladle. Oh.
1: <laughs> because that's what they, or a spoon or something like that. Because that's what they had serving the food out of the community bucket, I guess. I don't know. But the oddfellas is really struggling right now across the, across the world.
2: I mean, <clears throat> any any fraternal organization is struggling right now. But
1: they are down to where you know you got ten members and they're they're paying everything to keep the lodge open.
0: Your state of meetings tomorrow night, right? Correct. I know we're recording this and the timelines and all that crap. It ain't gonna matter in the scheme of things, but your state of meetings tomorrow night, right? Correct. You guys will. You guys are gonna have a nice ten minute read from your secretary. Correct. A letter that came down from Grand Master.
1: Brindley, yeah. From the, well, from Grand Lodge. Well. Officially
0: from Brenley about membership and membership retention. And it was very interesting. We got it Wednesday night and it's basically saying a lot of the same stuff. That's not just been on our show, but it's been on a lot of Freemasonry podcasts in the last year and a half. And it's about where's the membership at? Why is there no membership retention anymore? How do we get new members in? And basically I looked over at you cause I sat in the East Wednesday night cause the other two principal officers weren't here. Right. Yeah. And I looked at you, and I said, what did I say about a year ago? I said, we're, we're now to the point now where they're wanting us to go out and sell Freemasonry. That's what it feels like.
1: And we don't have to sell it at all. I mean, it's, if you got to enough product, it'll sell itself. We do. The problem now is, like I said the other night, is grandfathers and fathers never talked to their sons about it. There was never no major activity. There was no major family nights at lodges back in the day. So their kids most of the kids never got to see what Freemasonry was and how fun, much fun it is, and what it meant to their fathers and grandfathers and great grandfathers. So now we have to go out and we had to present Freemasonry on a good light. but you know, how do you do that? What's the best way to do it for your area? you know i got, I at Tipton, we did it by going out to the festivals so me and you've talked about this mm-hmm. before. Going out to the festival, to have an information booth and giving away pens or pencils or whatever. We gave away free water because everybody to drink water. But we got look, you. Get, you, get, you have to put yourself out in front of the public and say so they can ask the questions. What's this all about? Right. How do I join? So, My dad was a mason. How how do, how do you join the masons? If it's not out there, they don't know. It. If they don't know about, it, they can't buy it. Right. So
2: I mean? uh, the one thing I'm going to add on to that, because I, I've talked to quite a few people about this this particular subject, and uh, I, I feel very strongly in, in, in this area because I, I do see where it has hurt us, but it's also helped us at the same time. Uh, and just like you've said, kept a riff-raff we, we, out. <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: kept a riff raff out. Or <laughs> yeah. Well, not
2: not only that, but, you know, we, we've we shot ourselves in the foot as as a as a fraternity where we're not actively talking to, you know, outside people about Mm -hmm. what we do and who we are. And and just like you said, if we don't talk about it, they don't know what it is. right? Right. You know, all they think of is the, um, the social media aspect of things and the media networks, you know, that portray us in this certain light of, being super secretive and, right. and cultist like, if you will, and we have nothing to do with that no. kind of stuff.
0: It's, we only ride a goat around the room. That's we all we, we do. We don't
1: even do that anymore. Hey, they, they got taken out of ritual. We went 20s. to Fort
0: Branch. <laughs> what did that? What did they have outside of Fort Branch? They had the they had the goat food and the leash. I took the pictures to prove it.
1: I okay. didn't see no goat, though.
2: but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm very I I'm very adamant about this and, and, and I'm gonna encourage every Mason to do this and, and I know for the state of Indiana it's uh if get a license plate mm-hmm. from from the BMV yeah. that, that says Indiana Freemason. I that's gonna cost that. mm-hmm. it's gonna mm-hmm. cost you like fifteen twenty extra dollars every time you have to go to the BMV. True. And that's once a year.
1: What's that's and, the, in and that fifty twenty dollar goes to Grand Lodge anyway.
2: Right. And, and, you know, that's just another way of getting our name out there. We have to get freemasonry out there well
1: do you have it, a uh do you have a sticker on your car that shows freemason like freemason symbol on your car i do not so but have what a i tried i saw that well i do well <laughs> wait
2: wait a minute wait a minute so i have a license plate bracket on the very you know on the front bumper of my right. truck and that does say hottie hottie temple evansville indiana
1: and those are nice don't get me wrong those are heavy they nice my
2: license plate on the back does say indiana freemason okay.
1: so you know yeah i got the, my truck i got those decals that go over your tail lights. The square Mm -hmm. comes on both sides, but every car I've had since before I joined Lodge has had a Blue Lodge, and at one point, Scottish right, you know York Mm -hmm. right, and and Grotto on there too. So,
2: but the the main thing I really wanted to say about how can we increase our membership? How can we make the lodges better with with our members? I hate to say this, but it's it's a fact, truth, however you want to take it. We have to find a way to get our families and wives involved. Oh, yeah. Because the dynamic of the household has changed dramatically in the last 20 to 30 years. I get that. And when you were going off somewhere for two to three hours and you're leaving your wife home with the kids, or, you know, Mm -hmm. and all she's thinking is you're going out and having fun. Right. You know, and then she's going to. You know, rip yeah, like into him when he gets home. Well, where, where have you been, right? Well, I was at this meeting. Oh, you're just out there having fun with the guys. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not necessarily how it yeah. is. They just don't know, right? And I, it's important for us to get our families involved, our wives involved. And that was a part of one of my goals this year was to start including our families, our wives, mm-hmm. with activities surrounding Lodge. Because if we can get these younger guys involved to lodge that they can bring their families to then you're going to see an increase in membership and i strongly believe that's where we're going to start And, and that's the other fun thing about you know with with the shriners almost everything i do at the shrine involves my family yeah and like yesterday we went to the parades we had the uh Westside uh club, club. fall fest and i took my foster son with me and he was down there at the parade and he was having a great time he was chit-chatting with people and he was talking to this guy that guy and he <laughs> finally saw
1: and they get to know people that way and you know a
2: little bit more of what we do and he's like man when, when can i join this yeah. i'm like
1: well that's how the grotto was for me i mean i, I met my wife way after. i was 15 years in masonry i thought <laughs> i met my wife and everything so she had no idea what Blue Lodge is. We started dating when I was going through the grotto line. I mean, I was still master going through the grotto line, but she that's what mean She started coming up from Indianapolis to come to the grotto every Friday night with us. She's like, this is great, $2 Bud Light Limes, and <laughs> the food's good, and the company. But I know, Granted, we were the youngest people there by about 25 years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I know some lodges in uh, in Indianapolis and some out-of-state and everything that their families come. Their boys come and hang out and... You got to make a phone call or something, brother? Well, you, you got you to gotta
0: understand. <laughs> this man is one of the hardest-working salesmen you'll ever meet in your life. If anybody needs insurance, Mr. Freed's going to hook you up. He could sell life insurance to a dead man. He's that good. <gasps> See, I made, made but, a joke.
1: I mean, I mean why, why couldn't we, we, we bring our wife and our kids to a state of meeting? Have dinner beforehand with them? I, then have a TV on or a movie or something playing? Let the wives talk, kids run around yeah. and do whatever?
0: I got something I want to share with both oh, yeah. of you. And I, I've not... Um, well, I mean, I've talked to both of you about my personal life. Uh, Brian was included in a lot of these discussions about stuff I had going on in my personal life, as were you, as were Daniel Crosby. Daniel, I love you, and I've been a terrible friend. I haven't went and seen you in a year. I, I haven't even called you that much. Uh, next time you see him, tell him I'm sorry, which I'm going I'm to call him text him anyways, but tell him in person. I saw him this morning before I came down. What'd he say? I know you told him. Well, he,
2: he he told me to at, uh, bring this up. He did, he doesn't know I'm on the podcast, but okay. he said the next time I saw you, he said, How was that Japanese food?
0: Oh, I loved it. God, I loved How it. How was that wasabi? I did not love that.
1: <laughs> what, did, I think, did you think it's pistachio ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> mater. Toe
0: mater. But no, I want. I, um,
1: it has turned. <laughs> eat them. It has turned. <laughs>
0: uh and i can't believe i'm even about to say this but uh i guess looking at at things and losing my marriage probably made me a better mason and i know we haven't talked much about my marriage to rachel and how that correlates to masonry but what i've come to learn and i've learned a lot of things over the last few years i've learned a lot of things in uh Soon to be five years in February since I tried to take my own life I've learned a lot of things in, in that soon-to-be five-year period about reliving and relearning I've learned a lot more with divorce. I've learned a lot more about this uh, When I went to work night shift when I and that's what started the me being away for eight years But when I finally got the day shift like four years later, I could have came to lodge meetings mm-hmm. I could have you know, I, I wasn't I mean, yeah, Perry County's an hour behind so getting off at you know five o'clock was really six o'clock there an hour drive i probably could have made it here might have done the ron wiseman thing and walked in at 704 i love you ron but uh i could have been here i chose not to i you know on sometimes i would have been off on the first wednesday of the month i could have came i could have came to degree work and i didn't but i think you know having life being uprooted for me you know losing my marriage and then uh you know, a year after my divorce was final, losing my grandfather, what brought me back? I think yeah. all that stuff correlated to me becoming a better Mason because yeah. I had nothing to sink my teeth into to hold on to, as the whole just underneath ass of my world's being ripped out from underneath me.
1: I can see that. Yeah. So,
0: in a way, I guess, blessing in disguise, it made me better. It gave me something to do. Uh, it makes you
1: reevaluate too. That's yeah. a good thing.
0: But being around people, there was there's t- points in time where it's like I am so alone and lonely. Oh, there's a degree, and eh, It's in Evansville. You know what? Screw it. I'll go. I don't work tomorrow. I'll That's go to Evansville tonight.
1: Well, first joined lodge, you know I didn't have a girlfriend. I lived with mom and dad. Like I didn't go hang around with you guys all night. Mm-hmm. So okay, I can get put on some decent clothes, drive you know, forty five minutes, and pay five dollars for dinner.
0: some of the best fun I've had. Has been nights when Todd's not even been with me when it, it you know, well, before we started the podcast. And they're like, well, we're, there's a degree tonight at Line Lodge. Okay. I went, well, we're all going out to Applebee's after, have a couple of cocktails and a food. I'm like, I ain't got any money. Koozie or Brian or Tyson, like, I'll pay for it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Or Pat. Pat would be like, I'll pay for it. I'm like, I don't have money for no, wait, this, guys. I've
1: never got money like that.
0: Come to a stated meeting. Come to a stated meeting or, a meeting or, a or a degree, degree work.
1: Well, I keep going to stated meetings.
0: It was mo- it was a Monday night. It's like, There's i got to be up at 5 so, o'clock to go to the factory. So I kind of started this little tradition See, that we and that's
1: have. awesome. Lodges do that. We used to do that at my lodge. But
2: so I kind of started this. And, and some guys can't make it, which is not a big deal. Oh, but, yeah. uh, you know, when the state meeting is over, because um, – Just for for my instance, you know, with with the medical issues that my foster son's been having and, um, you know, lodge meeting would start at at 7. My my wife would be up at Indy, um, you know, with my kids there at the uh, children's hospital and... You know, I was the only one home, and I have not made food or anything, and I'm getting pretty hungry. Well, the only thing open, really, in, is Applebee's. In, in small town, Jasper, is our Applebee's.
0: Bring Denny's back to 24 hours a day. Come Please. on. COVID's been three years now.
2: And serve alcohol, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was like, hey, you guys want to go to Applebee's? I'm pretty hungry, and I've been
1: it's still open like nine o'clock at night
0: yeah
2: they I don't, don't close that. down to about 11 or actually really? the, the local uh local applebee's they they moved it to 10 o'clock really, really? Yeah. wow <laughs> but they they know no we're coming and uh you know they don't mind taking we got those. out of there
0: yeah we got out of there one night like nine fifteen for a degree work mm-hmm. Nine thirty, and and uh brian's like you ate i'm like man i got up at five o'clock this morning that was when i was still working at the factory mm-hmm. i'm like i haven't ate well, let's go to Applebee's. I'm like, dude, I don't have. I'm 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 bowed up. I don't have anything. No, go ahead. Let's go. I got it. You want it? You want a steak? I'll buy you a steak. Yeah. Yeah, see, right.
1: the, the boys from freshman, they do that a lot of time after their lodge meetings. Who is that? The guys that at Refreshman in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But they're in a really heavy metropolitan area out oh, yeah. there. Where we're, you know, it's kind of sparse right here, you know. The, the only thing to,
0: that it was open late was Applebee's and Denny's and Walmart were open 24 hours. Not yeah. anymore.
1: But, you know, that does open. In, in, in Tipton, I'm going to say Tipton, our lodge was here. The bar was a block and a half away. Mm-hmm. So you could leave your car at the lodge and walk down to the bar, have a few drinks, grab a hamburger. And go home and walk oh, back yeah. and go home for the night. Pen, and it was, it was nice. I mean, and it made Brotherhood, it made that fellowship come out that way. Because we're all sitting around, we're just talking, not about Freemasonry, so to speak, but we're just talking around having a good time talking to everybody. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, what do you guys all, you know, we're all making lodge shirts or khakis or something like that. Oh, we had lodge meeting night. Well, what lodge, the moose? No, we'll always be here if we're members of the moose. Yeah. You know? They have their own bar. but No, we're the Masons. Oh, okay, yeah, my grandfather's one of those. You know that's how it starts. So we can't do that here in little bird's eye because the only thing opened after the family dollars means,
0: open till ten o'clock Monday
1: yeah, Sunday through Sunday. <laughs> barely, <laughs> you know, if mean, they can find enough work, exactly for workers, exactly. But I mean, it's and we're we're kind of stuck behind the eight ball here in our little town like that because there's no bar to go to after Lodge means here. Yeah, there was. It's closed down. I mean, there's no. We're not. No one's going to drive with Jasper. Or or anything right. like that. Me
0: I'm, and Me and Brian's gonna buy the Whistle Stop. We're gonna turn it into BJ's Bar and Grill. Everybody loves BJ's.
1: See, I wanted to buy uh, the old McAdoo's over in Jasper. If I heard the lie, I was gonna buy that. Nothing. Nothing. Turn nothing. Turn it into the Grotto and uh, what? what do you want to do? <laughs> Kiss, Kiss your me. ass and Do you have the great idea, Jared? No, I'm gonna tell you my story.
0: <laughs> Everybody loves. Beat. I I was, st- I was staying quiet. <laughs>
1: I've heard you talk about the whistle stop down there. You're gonna add another story to it. Yeah, that was, parking on the roof too. That was me and Adam's
0: <laughs> that was me and Adam's thing when we were kids. We we're just gonna add it, yeah. You know? He's hijacking his own podcast.
1: Um, I hijack it
0: every day. <laughs> I don't know why. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I don't know why the last two months it's exploded to 900 and 800 downloads. I don't know what why. Well,
1: I think it's a dynamic but you know, big burger, little brother. There's
0: people coming all the time like, We love the way you guys, you know. It's such good planning. You have Jared interrupt so many times, and Todd's like, I don't plan
1: him to interrupt nothing. No, he just I'm, does. I'm down in Kentucky, the CW Ward, the outdoor <laughs> degree, or cave degree. And I'm sitting there eating the really good pulled pork and uh, uh, pulled chicken sandwiches and all the sides and everything. And guy goes, I'm wearing the shirt I'm wearing right now and everything. He goes, Where are you from? I go, Southern Indiana. He goes, are you from that pocket? No, I'm the other song podcast. Oh, we well, with you guys all the time, like how Jared always interrupts, you guys are going back and forth all the time. Like, yeah, no, that's planned. <laughs>
0: <Don't> <laughs> yeah, ever, that's that's all organic. He so just does that on his don't own. Don't
1: ever think of, yeah, that stuff is because it's not. <laughs> but it, it's yeah, but like I said, yo, if I if I ever hit the line, I was gonna buy a McAdoo's, turn it to the grotto but have it open like a public bar and mm-hmm. everything. And have my grotto you know, the shrine can be there too for all I cared, you yeah. know. I'd open up to anybody who wanted to. Where
0: do, you, do that. you guys meet for the Shrine Club? I was going to ask that. Where does that go down? So at?
1: our
2: count, so our County Shriners Club, we will go to all sorts of different places throughout the county. So I bet you
0: guys would go to the Chateau too, don't you?
2: Um, well, they've actually catered food for us before, really, for some of our really? events. Yeah. So, um, what we do is. Um, our typical meeting size is anywhere from 30 to 40 people. That's pretty good. Um, that's, including, that's good. That, well, that's including wives. Um, oh. Oh, well, still, that's, uh, that's pretty yeah. good. Not bad. So, so typically we have 20, 25 members, okay. um, you know, them and their wives. And we'll go to like the VFWs, uh, you know, because we're, we're looking for, for a place that can have room for 20, 25 people. We meet um, the second Tuesday of the month and – Typically, restaurants aren't very busy right. on, on a Tuesday, so no. we can yeah. get fitted into quite a few places. So, um, just for for example, for some of the places that we've been this year, um, the Rock in Ireland. Okay,
1: um, I know that place.
0: The Shamrock. Uh, oh man. Oh yeah.
2: Uh, this Tuesday, we are going to be at headquarters in, in Jasper. Hey um, we were up at the Club Haas up uh, uh, there.
1: Where like the old Oak country Golf club. Yep. Is the old the country retro club. Retro. Well, that's the, something? that's the
2: restaurant at the bottom. This is the place. Of, oh, so I, I, didn't, I, didn't know, one. I didn't know how it was. Uh,
1: we've been to old school
2: cafe uh, down in Huntingburg. Why am I?
0: Jimmy Cubano burgers,
1: baby.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we, we've gone to so many. I'm,
1: I know I'm missing many, now how many do you, places. Let me ask you this, How do you guys keep it, you know, private for all your like, opening and closing and stuff like that?
2: Well, everything we do, there's there's no traditional opening like there is for lodge for, for a club for the, for the Shriners
1: Club. Okay, I, yeah. I wasn't sure how you'd go by it. because I know. So literally, I'll, I'll give you. I, figured, I'll give I, just, you the opening I for... The, the actual shrine has an opening and closing. There is, and that's at the and stated
2: the, That's at the temples.
1: Uh, yeah, and meetings. they grow up the same way. but We had individual. We didn't have like one big temple and everything. Grow up so individualized.
2: I'll, I'll walk you through the opening of. DuBois County Shrine Club. We're
0: getting an exclusive,
2: All exclusive right? secret behind the doors. Uh, <laughs> they wrap. You ready? <laughs> Assist with the pledge of allegiance. Pledge of allegiance is done. Set. Good evening, everyone.
1: Okay, well, that makes
0: sense. To you. That is the most basic. Yeah.
1: See with That's,
0: uh, <laughs> With the grotto that's awesome
1: though. <laughs> but you're you're a club. You're not an actual Oh I'm sorry, I
0: forgot the prayer.
1: Oh. Yeah, you're an, you're a satellite club. You're not actually the temple itself or where, correct. Whereas the grotto was a you know mm-hmm. that was, you you were the main temple, right. you know, basically. But they're so are just like lodges spread out and everything, but but you know, going back to what me and you were talking about one time, right? Me, you and Wade Pat and something like it but you know what uh we're talking about having a booth at the four H Fair not this year, but next year, mm-hmm. with all three lodges and had an information booth out there, stuff like that. Now, normally they put those guys in the far uh, south side of the lot there, where the radio station goes and some of your political people go to like that. I mean, are we still thinking about doing that? Cause,
2: I haven't really heard much
1: of anything I know, since then. I know. All we got to do is basically pay your fee to be there and stuff like that. Now, I know in the past I've dealt with four inch grounds. And it was, you know, Harry so much for all three days being out there, but it was someone has to be there at all times. Mm -hmm. From the time the fair opens that day to the time it closes, the booth can never sit empty. And I didn't know if uh, Dubois County had the same rule. So I'm not sure. If you ever go to a lot of 4-H fairs, they're all different in the way it's kind of set up. I know Tipton had a gigantic pole barn where – all everybody was selling their, you know, gutters or internet or you know, rural internet stuff like that. But then that's where we set up for our information booths, and we gave away a chip program, the DNA childhood identification program. That scared off a lot of people because you're not putting chips in my kid. No, that's the identification kid. You can take it home to yourself. But mm-hmm. no, we don't. We'll, you'll put a chip in my kid to track him. Like, I don't care. Where Here your kid we goes. go. I don't care where your kid goes. I don't know. You care where your kid goes, but I I I just hope your kid's safe. Have a yeah, good day. But yeah. then we started giving away water, and that's when the floodgates opened up. We had four new petitions that first year doing that. And, and, so if and, we did something like that around here, I think it would go over well. Absolutely.
2: I, I don't know much about it, so I'm going to just be upfront with you. If, you. if you give me some information on it and, and I can bring it up to our yeah. lodge, I'd be more than happy to do that because I'm all about getting our our lodge names out there, what Freemasonry is and what Freemasonry mm-hmm. does. Um, and, and I think that if we can just get – our lodges out in public um, get our faces out there and people see us and, and doing this kind of stuff, people will be, people are, are interesting anyway. You know, yes. they, they want to people are f- curious, correct. And they want to know what it is. They want to know more about something and you're going to get more people yeah. to join. Um, and, and that's part of um, why I'm also doing a golf scramble for yeah. my lodge not only is it a fundraiser for us, but it's also a way to get our faces out in the community.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: you know, with that as well. And it's open to the public. I've got some Shriner friends coming and playing. I've got some guys from Lodge going and playing. And there's people from the community that are going to play. And it's going to be just a wonderful yeah, time. It should be
1: awesome. Yeah. I mean, golf Caramels are always fun. Oh, yeah. As long as you're not taking it too seriously, you know. Oh, it's going to you be know. laid
2: back and have a lot of
1: fun. <laughs> we had one at, uh, when I was monarch. They always had one every year up there, but they had a hole up there by Grissom Air Force Base. That's where they had the golf scramble every year at the Air Force Base golf course. And they had this—I forget what hole it is. I think it's par four, but they had this real tall hill you got to drive up. Well, once you drive on top of the hill, you can't—you can't see where your ball lands or anything. They put marshmallows big marshmallows all over the fairway mm-hmm. so you couldn't find your ball the <laughs> <laughs> first time i did it, i hit my ball over there and luckily the only one i hit straight all day long just went right out of the middle of the fairway to like, i love golf you know mm-hmm. at the time you love it and every, everything oh, yeah. you hate it it's been it's been a, it's I been a minute over, i hit over that damn thing and goes i'll grab a Hell, go what in the hell is this <laughs> it,
0: was, it was a year ago this month Me you and tyson went out and did uh we did 18 at yeah. the old Jasper Munich. Oh, well, yeah. I guess it's Buffalo Trace now. Yeah. But
1: oh yeah. I haven't played golf. I think like that was the years. last
0: time I played. <laughs> I haven't picked them clubs up in a year. Boy, you need to pick them up. Uh, I tell you what, we'll <laughs> <So> uh, <good. laughs> we will start we will we will start this spring. We might even be able to squeeze one in. You book a tea time, you text me.
1: Well you know what? Unfortunately,
2: to... I cannot play golf anymore this year. Why? I may have torn my rotator cuff.
1: Just play one-handed,
2: sissy. Yeah, I can't
0: do that. Quit driving like Happy Gilmore, son.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. He got hit by the bus on the third third green.
0: We was golfing last year, me, Brian Freeze, and Tyson Cravener. They were talking, and Tyson goes, what do you shoot, Jared? I said about a 73. Brian goes, you do not. I said, I do too. 72 over par. (laughs) And then, you know, he just looked at me like I was an idiot, which I am, so it works out. Remember when I hit the top
2: of
1: striker
0: construction? Yes, Yeah. Tyson goes. If anybody ever needed to yell four, that was the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, getting back on the fundraising type of thing, um, have we? uh, I mean, what other things you guys have going on for fundraising this year? Till well, you got till January, I guess. Till well, you're gonna stay two years anyway, so you probably plan another year of them. What else (laughs) you got as far as fundraising ideas? So maybe I can bounce some off of because I got a whole plethora of
0: mock turtle soup.
1: So, I know I'm missing
2: things. Um, So, like I said, Fest is our biggest one. Um, We do our chili fundraiser. Now we're doing the golf scramble. Right. Um, There's one more I'm missing. I can't think of what it is. You put me on the spot. I can't think (laughs) of what it is.
1: Well, I know we talked about doing the Oklahoma and Masonic Degree Team, have the three lodges combine, help get them down here and do it somewhere. I am proud of that Facebook group, by the way, because the County
0: there was never really – I mean, we would we all just them.
1: text, but yeah. I was
0: like, there needs to be a way for all three lodges in Dubois County – to talk, it's
1: been kind of quiet so,
0: here maybe. And I mean, I, I, there's still members out there on Facebook that we need to put in there. We oh, yeah. we have forgot about or just haven't done. But it's been I'm proud of. It's that. It's
2: been a great resource instead of having to just rely on snail mail.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. Most everybody's on Facebook somehow, somebody. Does. Yeah, I know. And if you could tell Matt Lodge, hey, we're gonna put this on a doble on a Facebook page. Make sure you you share that with all your friends. Blah blah. I had
0: a Facebook since like 2006 or seven. My that's God. I mean that's I everybody's on Facebook mine. now.
1: I, I couldn't tell you how long I've been on Facebook, but I think since was, I was able to I guess it's been too long yeah, <laughs> but um, I think I had somebody gonna ask you, about and I can't remember well, what's to say like you gotta talk about golf, what's to say you guys couldn't have a a weekly or bi weekly you know Masonic golf outing where everybody just shows up plays golf, and you know you ride with the brothers around the golf course and have a good time I mean or a euchre attorney. or a euchre attorney. music trivia here's here's an idea I had here the other night you know, you know our lodge meets on Wednesday nights the first Wednesday of the month now how many there's, there's probably like four months out of the year where there's five Wednesdays in that month why can not we do something fellowship wise on that fifth Wednesday it don't happen every month not every month is you know it is not always a concordant or you know consecutive months what I meant to say but why couldn't you have a fellowship night between all three lodges on the the fifth Saturday or the fifth Friday or the fifth whatever of the month? I mean, it's a, we're, a, you know, we're a small community. We're a small you know lodge we're a small community of masons. There's fifty thousand citizens of Du Bois County, and there's well, I look at it, probably about two hundred some maybe three hundred masons in the whole county. I mean, what'd be a way to get out if everybody met Say everybody meets at headquarters on the fourth Wednesday of the month at seven o'clock and hangs out and just you know kind of get our face out there. Or we do not headquarters, but go to go to the rock or go to you know someplace or go to <laughs> the, the yard goat in honeyburg or something like that. What say we couldn't do something like that? Yeah, why not? I mean, just plan it. To, hey, we're all going here on this date. But you got to have that foundation of people who are willing to go do that, and then others are going to follow. That's the hard part. Got to start that. small. Exactly, exactly.
0: And we'll we'll start to put something together. We'll.
1: I mean, we're all we're till relatively young. I'm forty five. Jerry's thirty five. How thirty three. So you're thirty three. So I can't stay out as long as some of you guys can because I can't drink like that anymore. <laughs> I have one beer and I wake up with a bad headache the next day. <laughs> I are about six to work. <laughs> we get feeling <laughs> every decent, but I mean it's stuff like that that I think would really help masonry in our community as far well as help masonry in a whole too. That if we were hanging out, you know, as a group of masons outside of a lodge or outside of a shrine, outside of whatever, and but you know, when you go there, you got kind of dress up to play the part too. Oh, you yeah. know, you can't just show up like in a 49 or jersey and like yeah, show up in a lodge shirt or something like that or. Have it on your hat and you like you say everybody wears rings. But
2: my caveat is my team plays this afternoon, so oh, hey, i my
1: jersey. I'm not, not, not blaming <laughs> me for that at all. Don't worry about that. But I'm saying well, when like I said at Lodge here months so ago, I mean, what do you do outside of Lodge to show that you are a Mason? Besides your character and the way you act, stuff like that.
0: I I'm get just, on the I'm, radio every day and talk to thousands of people.
1: This is Jared, this is Jared Atkins, the Mason.
0: I'm, I'm going to start doing that. He's shared
1: the Freemason. For 101
0: <laughs> Country, WBDC, this is Jared Atkins. I'm a Lodge Mason. Are you?
2: So now you need to join the Scottish Rite so you can be like, this
0: is 32nd degree. J- there you Jared go. Atkins.
1: There you go. <clears throat> That's right. You should get a PM on your name next
0: and for that's been a look at your twelve o'clock newscast right here on 101 one Country WBDC. Don't touch that dial, Kirk Gooksell and the WBDC sports are in next. I'm Jared Atkins. So mode it be.
1: There you go. Everybody, what's he mean?
0: <laughs> All right, we got to start yeah, a bow on this because we'll have enough. another guest rolling up here in probably about ten or fifteen minutes, yeah. and I've got a piece. So always something to do. My my wait, go ahead.
2: I, I just there was one other thing I wanted to touch on from earlier. You oh, touch yeah. on it. So we were, we were talking about how can we also entice people to join Lodge. And this is something I just thought of and I really want to say it earlier. Tell
0: them if they don't sign a petition, it's gonna, I'm going to start sending them nudes.
2: Not even that. But <laughs> you also said – but this is what you said earlier. You said that when a guy gets his third degree, you really don't you – know, there's a 50-50 chance that we may not and see him. And it again. is. Statistically. Exactly. Let me ask you this. Do you think that could be because of what his profession is? About how be. he dressed after – you know, when he gets off of work. And that he's going to have yeah. to go home change and then come to lodge
0: i'll tell you something right now it does for me that chair that todd's sitting in not specifically that chair but that spot Oh, the Weiss. treasurer used to always sit over here even though he's got his desk over there right? the treasurer used to always sit here on the opposite side of the secretary ron wiseman's dad <laughs> you know. come in smelling like diesel fuel almost oh, yeah. every meeting but you know what he didn't miss a meeting, but
2: no. What I'm saying, I'm not saying it's, it's our lodge. Whole, I'm not saying our three right. lodges here in Dubois County because we are a blue collar
0: community. We're pretty rural, yeah.
2: And, and I'm talking about just Freemasonry in general. Mm-hmm You know, and, and the other thing, you know, part of I being came to a master, a suit
0: and, I can't lodge in a suit and a tie Wednesday night. I'd never do that. I
2: can in a tie. It's a suit. Okay. <laughs> But we, but we have a friend that we mentioned on the show earlier that he owns a fabrication shop, and you know uh, he gets greasy and dirty and
0: Crosby Manufacturing, no longer Crosby and Drum, if I'm not mistaken, it's now just Crosby. I think
2: you're right. Yeah, uh, but way. you know, you know, he's working. He, you know, he works, you know, for many, many hours at a time. Yeah. And, you know, it's dirty. and He doesn't have time. You know, if he wanted to go to a lodge, he doesn't have time to, you know, shower, change, and get ready to go to a lodge. He just goes to a lodge. And actually, and he he was like, man, do I need to? Because he was a little self conscious. He was like. Man, do I need to? You know, you guys are all looking nice when you come to lodge and whatnot. It's like, man, I I could care yeah, less care what you're what wearing,
1: you're wearing yeah. to lodge, as long as you're wearing clothes at least.
2: Yeah, but you know, it's it's not for what your outside value is; it's what your internal worth is. Now,
1: now some lodges up I know up north, they, they want you a suit and tie for every meeting. I mean, and that's fine and, for them, but at the same time,
2: but don't sit there and complain that you don't have enough people to open your lodge, right?
1: I'm sorry. If you're telling hey, you get home and change before you come to this meeting? Right. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I've never... Uh, I would
2: rather a guy be here and be a part of the fun and fellowship... Exactly. ...after I'm, he just got off work
1: than yeah, have I mean, him
2: go home and then not come here because, well, I'd rather yeah. just stay home since, since I'm here.
1: Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, a guy leaves his, leaves his shop, comes right to the lodge, he's not going to be spotless, but, at least, you know, he, he's going to wash up.
2: Yeah, he, he, I you mean, know. you can go wash your hands and whatnot, Yeah, wash but, your
1: arms and everything. I mean, I've come here many times where... I went home and changed clothes. I don't take a shower for a couple. Of hours. I just come home and change clothes. I
0: know, trust me, especially yeah. when I'm sitting in the east. I know. No,
1: I'm not know I'm not saying coming in, you know, like covering your literally
0: going.
2: you know, you got oil dripping all you know, you're dragging right. yeah. marks and I'm not saying that but Yeah, but
1: you you can come in what you wore that day. Right. I never it, see a problem.
0: Not day. if I was still at Wapaka. I promise you that. That'd be the that'd be the one
1: <laughs> I'd be there I'd bring are, a change
0: yeah. of clothes in the locker room and
1: And that's what most guys would do. I mean actually I've came to Line Lodge one time straight from my work. And changing the bathroom.
0: Yep. I, yeah, that was earlier this year. But
1: yeah.
2: I just my, the point that I'm trying to make is I don't want that to be the barrier for a oh, brother no. yeah, not yeah. coming to lodge.
1: Yeah, we. Yeah, I'll never tell a guy, hey, you need to, you know, go home yeah. and change before you come back here. Now I will say that guys who come for degree work need to wear something better than you know sweatpants and a pair of Crocs or something like that.
0: Hey, I mean, we both have Crocs on. Me I and him care, both bro, right you got, now.
1: You don't come to a state I've got
0: patch jeans. Well, <laughs> can I come to the lodge like this? Look at my ow ow.
1: No, I ripped my headphones.
0: Look at my jeans. Would you not want me setting for a degree like that? That don't
1: bother me in the least. That it was patched. You
2: can be a ruffian. I just about <laughs> lost my damn ear. My my ear? Oh, I'm saying was, for oh.
1: degree work, though, I've always thought that, okay, if you're coming to degree work, you need to kind of dress apart a little bit, you know, because that should be a special day for you because there's a lot of guys coming that's going to make it special for you. And I, I don't think we tell the candidates that, hey, there's going to be guys here coming from out of state or out of area. Mm-hmm. coming to see this, and they're coming here just to see you go through this, where I've been to some degrees where the candidate shows up in a you know like I say sweatpants and a pair of flip flops
0: it's gray sweatpants season it, unfortunately it I, don't, I don't i don't i <laughs> can't is. wear' them. there's not not like it'd be noticeable anyway,
1: <clears throat> <laughs> but you know I mean we need, as far as stadium meeting goes, I don't care what you bring I mean look at the Eastern star Eastern star a lot of ladies don't have to wear dresses.
0: you know what I want you to bring. A good attitude and an open mind.
1: <laughs> but Easter Star, I think is what drives a lot of women away from Easter Star because they work all day. They don't go home, put on a dress, fix their hair, put their makeup on, and then come to a meeting.
2: Yeah,
1: I think a lot. Of, I think the Easter Stars need to change either the rules or the bylaws, however it works out, to where you just come and you know wear a, you know we'll put something on you for a certain color you're supposed to wear because I think each officer has to wear a certain color. I think that's how I think that's how it is. I'm not a member of Eastern Star, so I don't know. But, you know, my mom was back in the day, and she's like, it's so tough. Leaving work, going on, putting on a dress, a certain color dress, and then go in those meetings, She stopped going. Yeah. So you got, because you got four kids at home and all the other stuff going on in life. Put it's hard.
0: Co- put your clothes back on. I'd rather You know, I'd, you I'd,
1: I'd rather a guy come straight from Lodge, come in his work shirt, and, you know, wash up I and mean, we are on, they come here covered in dirt and all the grease and everything, and. If you work on a hog farm, don't come and smell like the hogs if you can. Do the best you can, but not show up. Yeah. Okay. Because attempting it was a very high probability of guys working on a hog farm.
0: <laughs> Brian <laughs> Fries. Here we go. One day, you're going to lay down your working tools. It happens to everybody. Because why, Todd? Because
1: No one gets out alive.
0: No one gets yeah. out alive. So when you think about your journey as a mason and as a shriner... And you hope people look back on you when you lay down your work and tools. What do you hope they remember about you, not just as a man, but most specifically, as a brother Mason? There's no right or wrong answer. Everybody gets asked this question.
2: I've never been one for recognition. I want people to remember how they felt. Right. And... Like I said earlier before, this, this fraternity is about helping one another, helping your wives, widows, and orphans.
0: 100%. I don't,
2: I don't want them to remember Brian Freeze. I want them to remember this is a guy from Lodge that went out of his way and helped me, even when we didn't need it. But he did it because he was obligated to, and that's what he wanted to do.
0: Fantastic answer. This been a
1: good episode. A good episode. Just, Mason's talking about Mason. I
0: don't really have a title in mind for this one yet. I'm gonna have to think on this one for a while.
1: The Cole David Free showed up. that? The launch now, has one just. One more story I have over. about about Brian here. I was at um, Gingerville one night for a degree, and I'm sitting next to this guy, and everything. He's we're just talking because, yeah, yeah, that was a really de- good degree the other night you were at. And I'm like, I was that degree last night. Yeah, you were. Was like, no, I wasn't. I was uh, hanging out with my wife and kids last night. He goes, no, you, you were, you're you from Line Lodge. I right? go, no, I'm from Bethlehem. And uh, somebody goes, you're talking about Brian Freeze. And he goes, I'm like, yeah. And they go, that's where I really didn't know y'all that well back then. He goes, I swear to God, you look just like him. And I'm like, <laughs> I said, okay. I didn't know how to take it at the time. I saw a picture. I'm like, okay, I kind of see it. But this guy had to be half blind because, you know, you're almost a foot taller than me and, you know, probably better looking. Brian's than you, far
0: better looking than yeah, you. Yeah, I would think
1: so, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm like, Brian Free. I, I mean, I, I met you probably one time at Line Lodge before that. And he was like, You look just like him. I was like, I don't know who the hell you're talking <laughs> about. But no. So I wasn't, at, I think it was at Du or something like that. I was like, No, I wasn't. I wasn't at Du Boy. I hadn't been Du in a couple months. And I'm like, funny. Holy crap. <laughs> well, like,
0: this, this has been, been a great episode. I've, I've, a great enjoyed, I've enjoyed having you here. I'll probably uh, have you on again. Yeah. Brian, you want to introduce yourself one last time? Because everybody's going to be like, who is this guy? Jared's fat mouth never shut up the whole show. And he
2: keeps hijacking. He keeps over-talking his special guest. <laughs> That's and, uh, what I do. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Brian Fries, Worshipful Master of line launch, 743 in Jasper, Indiana.
0: Well, this oh, has been a great it. episode. He's been wanting to be on the show for a while. I'm glad I got you here without Liam. I love you, Liam. <laughs> yeah, we love you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, keep up the good work
2: there at... Uh, carbondale
0: you know what you know what the the best part about liam was What's that? was that we were trying to work the room and get to build the brand i think we've done a good job building the brand based on the downloads so far, yeah. uh toes and scoreboards has never come anywhere close to touching what we built here with this one so yeah. we're on the right track with this show but uh the, my favorite part was we're working the room build the brand i turned the mics off and liam
1: he, said headphones on, he sat me.
0: back down at the table and put the headphones back on. He said, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> like, well, buddy, I got to leave. I can't record. No, let, let's just do it now. <laughs> but uh, anyways. After we already done Yeah, after we already he done, done a few minutes. Hey, can,
2: I, can I just say something real quick you before go for we get it. off here? When, we, when I sat down and talked to you guys at uh, Founders Day... What did I say? What was going to happen with this podcast? So
0: yeah, so uh, for those of you Not that like, have yeah, seen well, the po- po- <laughs> for for those of you who have seen the post on social media, the rocket ship strapped to your back quote come directly from Brian Freeze. I kind of <laughs> rolled my eyes about it because at that time Todd and I were only two months into this. Now yeah, we're now we, we're, now we are now we are eleven months into this, yeah. and I I have spent the years building the Steel Toes and Scoreboards brand. Uh, with my other buddy My other show And we talk about sports And all this nonsense and whatnot, Does not get the traction That this got Brian yeah. Brian said uh, Brian said it's You guys are going to take off Whatever Founders Day Put us on the map
1: Oh yeah And okay. then D-Malay After R- that
0: D. Malay Job's Daughters Rainbow Girls All that stuff Put us on the map And then it just Exploded from there At refreshment Being the goats And Masonic Podcasting they helped put us out there. Oh, yeah. All the prepping for the Oklahoma Masonic Indian Degree team helped, and it's just slowly started on a rise. And we have spurned a podcast here in Indiana. Shout out to uh, Kyle and uh, Steve Myers, Tales from the Dragon Green Dragon podcast. I don't know if we
1: spurned them, but you know they they saw us do it. No, they, they saw us do gave it. Any idea they they
0: they're, they're doing it. Uh, yep. Which conveniently now we're both. I I don't know why we compete for downloads. I guess because we're not competing well the way the reason I say that is. I get a wrestling reference in every episode. Oh, yeah. Monday Night Wars, Nitro, and Raw. <laughs> I've always nine times out of ten, unless I fat finger it, most of our shows get released at low twelve, which would be Monday mornings. Right? Guess when they release their episodes? Same time. Low twelve Monday it mornings. Just, so you
1: just conveniently do that, I guess.
0: So, but uh, but anyways, you said it was going to take off, and I'm kind of like whatever. And uh, we we average now over eleven months. We're averaging. Uh, probably about five, six hundred downloads a month. The last two months it exploded. We had uh nine hundred and fifty two downloads for the month of uh, August and eight hundred and sixty something for the month of September. So. so August has been your most downloaded. Oh month. yeah. Nine hundred and fifty two downloads in the month it, of August. That's a, month.
2: Just wait till that doubles.
0: <laughs> Don't know Joe it, Rogan, we're coming for you. If it doubles, <laughs> we're gonna need a, we're gonna need an actual production studio and I'm gonna need more equipment. So nah, we But uh, I I want to thank you for being here. Absolutely. Let's go outside and hit the vape. uh, For Brother Brian Freeze, and for Brother Todd Whaley,
1: and for Brother Jared Akin. This
0: has been another episode of a marathon session today from Bethlehem Lodge 574. This has been that other Masonic podcast, and we will catch you later. Peace. Peace.